from the fight capital of the heavyweight division in Central Europe to boxing rings around the world. This is OTG, Heavyweights of Boxing Talk, the first official spinoff series of the On The Grind Boxing Podcast on the On The Grind Talk Radio Network. Join your host, Nino Schellick, each week as he's joined by a member of the On The Grind Boxing Team to bring you the best in heavyweight boxing talk. And now, here's Nino. Welcome to OTG Heavyweights of Boxing. Sadly, there was no show last week because I was in Croatia and Willa couldn't come up with a show. So we have a lot of stuff to wrap up and for that I'd like to welcome my friend Irish Paddy Cronin. Thanks Nino. And just uh, about your little trip to Croatia, did you do any snorkeling on this trip? Uh, it was a little too cold for that, so uh, I was uh, in temptation jumping in there, but on that day I went to the beach, it was a little too windy, so... Okay, so when we go when we go to Croatia, will there be snorkeling available? Yeah, for sure. So maybe we can do a snorkeling video for the listeners. Yeah, or cliff jumping. So they video. can hear. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh. I could show you the place where I did this famous cliff jumping video. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Great, I can't wait for that one. Let me check out how many views I have. Um, <laughs> 1,638 views for that video. 1,638 views? Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with wrapping up the last weekend. Yep. So basically the only interesting fight was Ricky Burns. No, no, that wasn't interesting at all. Ricky Burns is on borrowed time since he won that paper title. Yeah, but it was interesting the way he lost it. That That's what I meant. Okay. So I think a lot of people were maybe thinking of uh, Ricky Burns by decision or something like that. A robbery decision or... Yeah, maybe a little dodgy, but many people thought that he would win the, the decision. He was a favorite um, with the bookies. Mate, that's just because he's British and Brits always think their fighters are better than they are. Yeah. So, but but basically he lost every round, so... Of course he lost every round. <laughs> Ricky Burns is muck, man. Yeah, but he didn't even lose every round to, to uh, Terence Crawford. Ah, come on, mate. He lost pretty much every round. He lost to Ray Beltran as well. Yeah. And then he lost to that journeyman that was meant to be a tune-up. Yeah. Mate, he's had a lot of big losses as well. Didn't he lose to Carl Johansson like about 10 years ago as well? Uh, I know that he got dropped. Yeah, and he lost. Yeah, he got dropped in that fight and lost. Ah, good old Carl Johansson. If anyone's wondering for looking for good fights, check out some of Carl Johansson's fights. He's been in some good ones. Yeah, but still, he's, he's made a pretty good career, considering. He's the worst three-weight world champion we've ever known. I mean, that to for that guy to pick up um, three three titles at three weight divisions is is kind of a miracle. I, I would say. 
I didn't even think he'd pick up the first one. Hmm. He he had a defense against Nicky Cook, who was who who never should have been in the ring at all. Yeah, I mean he impressed me with the Kevin Mitchell fight. Yeah, that was that was a good performance against Kevin Mitchell, and he actually stopped him. So that was impressive. Yeah, but uh, you know I always thought Browner would get a crack at him, and it just didn't happen. It can still happen, I think. But they yeah. <laughs> at welterweight, you reckon? No, I think one forty. Do you think Brownlee will try and make 140 again? Yeah, he, he'll get uh, schooled at, at 147, so he has to. Against, no, but against Ricky Burns at 147. Mm, yeah, I don't know. But they said that he would be back. Yeah, do you know why he has to get back? For money? Exactly. Yeah, but he's still yeah. somewhat of a draw, so that they'll try to get as much money out of there as possible. So do you think they'll try and get him a, a, a title of 47 now? Yeah. Make him the worst four white world champion. <laughs> no. Who's the worst four white world champion? I'm gonna go with Browner. Hmm. Probably. But if Ricky Burns wins another <laughs> it's definitely Ricky Burns, no doubt. It will be hard for him. Maybe he'll get some something like a regular WBA title or something like that against some hand picked guy but but he can't p- pick up a proper um welterweight title. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah, Indongo was uh, looking for a unification fight against Crawford, but some, I don't know which organization said he has to fight uh, Sergei Lipinets uh, next. So, that's a stupid move. Yep. Aren't they always stupid moves? I'd like to see. I'd like to, I'd like to see Mikey Garcia move up to 140 and fight Terence Crawford. That's a fight I want to see. Yeah, I think it could happen. And what do you see for for Indongo? Do you think he has a chance against Crawford or? Not a. He's got two chances, <laughs> slim and none. I just like here, here's the thing, mate. Beating Ricky Burns is one thing, hmm. but beating Terence Crawford's a different game altogether. Hmm. Yeah, but he showed that he's actually a good boxer, also. So. Yeah, but Ricky Burns is mock man. <laughs> right. So that was basically. The only thing going on that weekend, I mean, that there was some Showtime card actually, that I that I watched. The new generation. Yeah. Did you watch that with uh, Dmitri Bivol? Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. I should check that guy out. He's pretty good. We'll check it out. I've got it on uh, on demand, so you yeah. can check it out like later on. Yeah. So he he defended his interim WBA light he- uh, heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. There's an interim title also. So, of course, you shouldn't. So have wait, a title. wait. There's, there's a, there's a, you, a super champion, which is Andre Ward. Yeah. There's a a a, a regular champion, and there's an interim champion. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh wait, or is there a unified champion? No, not yet. No, Cleverly is the regular. Champion. Yeah, because he got that. The I thought Bramer was winning that fight till that injury came up. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Remember that? I think you had. Cl- did you not have cleverly winning? Uh, I, I might uh, I think you did, have had it I, even or, or, or slightly had because he was. I thought, I thought Bramer was doing the business. Like, and do you know what? I had I had five euro on Bramer to win that. Yeah. Cleverly was was having a high output and was landing also with lots of punches. So. But the fight was in Germany, Nino. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Bremer gave up basically. 
Bremer never sort of gave up, man. What happened? What's happening with that rematch, by the way? Yeah, I don't know why, why it's taking so long. I thought it would have taken place already. I would have thought the Lizard Brothers would have got that sorted by now. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can it's give taking... up, give the boys a call, find out what's happening. Yeah, but Bivol, check out Bivol. He He's very good, actually. He's, mm-hmm. he's a real strong kid. Looks very strong, very fast hands. Uh, great one, two straight shots. Um, Do you think he'd be cleverly? Yeah, easily. Do you remember when Kovalev went to the UK and destroyed mm-hmm. cleverly? Yeah. I think Biwa would, would do the same, basically. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So, he's actually better than than you might think or, or, of a paper champion. So, yeah, maybe check out that fight. And, yeah, uh, I see that Joey Davaiko had a fight on the undercard. <laughs> Your old pal. He, he had a draw against Rodney Hernandez. So well, he's is. always getting screwed over, man, that poor lad. So he's got a raw deal. If he ever came in shape, maybe he could he could win a regional title or something. Was he in shape, Nino? Um yeah, he was two thirty four. That that's a low weight for him, so Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately there's also some some uh bad news. Yeah. Uh the the Good Knecht story. You asked me about him a couple of weeks ago. We did, and now we, we got an update, and it's it's not a good one. So he basically is is permanently injured. Um, so he he can't talk, he can't walk, he can't uh basically react to anything. So he has like this condition where he basically is like in a coma and just stares into emptiness or something like that. So uh, it's it's really um yeah heartbreaking story. It's like a coma, except he's not in a coma, he's right. awake. Yeah, so basically the same as Pritchard Cologne. Um, we also saw a piece today about him. Yeah, on ESPN. Yeah, I think I saw the same one. Yeah, so, yeah, the guy has, has two kids. He's married and, um, yeah, they're going to have to take care for him for the uh, rest of his life, basically. Mm-hmm. So, it's just a very sad situation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, of course, people are talking about why... This fight wasn't being stopped earlier. I mean, it, it took a beating in the end. I think uh, they should have pulled him out, uh, but the corner, I don't know. It, the corner didn't um, show enough just in intelligence or, or compassion to, to pull him out. He had no chance because uh, he's no puncher. Mm-hmm. He, he has no punch and he was losing. And uh, maybe something could have been prevented. I think that the last two rounds where he took just great amount of punches and he has a great chin so he didn't go down it was mm-hmm. a problem so um yeah stupid uh, decision and from what i'm hearing is is that his promoter isn't even in contact with him anymore and his family and all that whoa yeah whoa that's uh it's a bit bad all right mm-hmm. so uh luckily a lot of people are wanting to help him so the Sauerlands have started like uh fundraiser or something or, or they are asking people for money then marco hook also gave amount of money to to his wife and uh, other people i mean in, in germany also maybe not only in germany they uh, have seen the articles where you can uh, basically bank transfer the money to the woman of gutknecht julia and yeah that's also uh, what, what i was going to do so just send her something like i don't know 50, 20 euro 50 euro something like that Woo-hoo. some of your wedding presents <laughs> yeah i mean a thousand people sent 50 euros then 50,000 then it's already 50,000 and that's already 
good amount for, for uh, building the home in, into a better environment for for a patient like this. So, yeah, it's it's very similar to Magomed Abdi yeah. Salamov. Yeah, he's basically in the same state, and he he doesn't have a Russian billionaire to to pay for everything. Yeah, for it's it. also a problem that yeah, there's no real social security for for those people or or maybe pension or insurance that covers the whole cost so uh, that's why always uh, those people are relying on on charity work to be done the kindness of strangers yeah that i think that's pretty unfortunate i think there should be some changes made yeah no for sure that's uh something that i felt after magomed abdi salamov mm. i thought you know there definitely should have been uh, changes made in New York State, and indeed there were, because the minimum uh, insurance uh, wouldn't even cover the cost of a brain scan, which is a little bit ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, of course. Uh, that reminds everybody that boxing can be a very dangerous sport. Yep. I mean, every every sport can be dangerous. So I think you but don't... boxing more so than others. Yeah, I mean, every year, like like. 50 people die just uh, skiing in Austria, something like that. Yeah, Michael Schumacher. Also, yeah. So it, it can happen. That wasn't in Austria, though, was it? I think oh, that was Switzerland. in yeah. Switzerland. Yeah. So basically, uh, in every sport, you, you've got the risk. But uh, in boxing, you can avoid some of those risks by just the referee stepping in, the corner stepping in, or the ring doctor stepping in if somebody is really taking a beating and has no chance of winning. Then it, it's not worth really the, the risk of being permanently injured. No, you're right. Right. So let's let's move on now to some heavyweight news. Um, Dillian White <laughs> is fighting against Mario Svach, actually, on June third in the O2 Arena. Man, this is like what is <laughs> Dylan Dylan White headline in a card in the O2 in London now. Yeah, so it's it's. Is like, this gonna be pay per view? Nah, can't be. It, it's like a B level main event. Mate, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't really imagine this thing uh, selling out. Wait, how, I'd be surprised if it sold ten thousand. Hmm. Because Dylan White doesn't really have a fan base. Dylan White's not even that good. Yeah. As I remind you time and time again. But is he good enough for for Mario Swach? Is the question. I don't think so. You think Vach actually beats him? Yeah. He damn near lost to an old shop on Chisora, man. I think you're forgetting that. Yeah, but uh, Vach is also old. Yeah, but he's not as shop worn as Chisora. Hmm. But he's old and slow. and But but he's tall and he's got some fundamentals. Great chin. Yeah. yeah. So. And we saw that uh, Chisora, uh, that uh, White basically ran out of steam against Joshua and against uh, Chisora. Yeah, so I'm guessing you, you're picking Vach in that one? Yeah, possibly by knockout, man. Yeah, late knockout, something. Yeah, just because uh, White is going to be so tired, it won't take much to, to knock him over the end. Mm. And also, he, uh, he, he had a very hard fight with Chisora, and I think there might be some effects of that fight also. What do you think, uh... Yeah, what's uh, your what's your pick? I think that Vach by decision or KO is actually. So you're picking against your boy? He's not my boy. He never was. He is your boy. 
Dylan White was your boy because I told you, well, you were asking me about Dylan White and I told you I saw him on a Frampton undercard and he wasn't that good. Yeah. And you were just asking about him because he was just, your boy. No, I asked him because uh, of, of the Joshua fight, basically. I wanted to know how, how good of a challenge he is for told you he wasn't. Told you he wasn't and you didn't believe me. Yeah. I mean, he was a little bit of a challenge for, for <sighs> Josh. He was a step up from the other guys that Joshua fought. It doesn't say much though, does it, mate? No, no, it doesn't. British title challenge, was it? Mm -hmm. Well, now you know. Dylan White's not that good. Do you know what? If Dylan White um, beats Marius Vac, I'll say I was wrong. Mm, yeah, we'll see. I don't think he's going to win that, though. Yeah. It's... Unless unless the Eddie Hearn knows something yeah. that I don't, yeah. which could happen. I mean, Eddie Hearn is trying to manoeuvre White in some sort of... Joshua rematch or a title shot against somebody like Wilder or I don't know or maybe have him fight against Ortiz or if, if he loses beat him to, to Ortiz yeah if he loses to to Vach, um game over pretty much so we'll see um yeah I think our pick will be a good one of Vach. maybe even worth putting some money on I think White will be the favorite you think he'll be a big his... favorite no not big favorite but you can still make... I think you'll be a big favourite in uh, UK bookies, man. Yeah, you might double your money may maybe with a Bach pick. Oh, easily double your money, I think. So, Alexander Povetkin... Looking good, man. <laughs> Looking good. Yeah, he might still I, be on the programme. I, I could imagine him with uh, shades on in that picture. <laughs> yeah, he, he has uh, sharper uh, facial features than when he was with Sauerland, where he had this pudgy cheeks and all that he looks like he could be in the reservoir dogs <laughs> yeah so he seems to be still training <laughs> we're still doing roids one or the other yeah but yeah he's appealing the decision uh, of the wbc but uh, you think something uh, will, will come out probably man i'd say there'll be a little bit of money passed somewhere maybe his uh, band will get shortened or something yeah that happens quite a bit doesn't it yeah, could be. I think he's now banned for two years, so might get reduced to one. And depends w when that ban starts. He could be back already uh, in summer or something like that for an interim title. I don't know. What about Tyson Fury, man? Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I, mean, I heard that uh, when he, when he was sparing that kid, he was he said he's not back in training. He just wanted to see <laughs> what the kid was like. And what but did he man, see? He didn't. He said the kid's good. Like Jesus, Tyson, <laughs> like yourself out, man. But he got in the face of uh, Manuel Cha or Manuel Cha got in in Tyson Fury's face. Did you see that? No, Manuel Cha needs to fucking stay out of Fury's face because both went cologne at the same time at a uh, fitness expo or something. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then Tyson Fury was at a fitness expo in Cologne. Yeah, I don't know why. But right, you're winding me up, mate. That can't be true. He's a role model. Ah, come on, mate. He wasn't at that fitness expo. Let you're me... talking. No, let me send you the picture. I don't want to see the picture, I'll... mate. Oh, let me send you the, the video, actually. I don't want to see the video. <laughs> you, got, you got those guys. Mate, I don't want to see Tyson Fury in a mess. Yeah. You just love fucking mugging Tyson Fury off. Yeah, so basically Char said that or challenged him to a fight if, if he came back and then Fury accepted 
and then Char said something like uh, Madman or something about Fury and then Fury uh, wasn't too happy about it and then they shoved each other a little bit <laughs> I had to get between but then next day they were hanging out again and being, <laughs> and being good pals again <laughs> taking so, pictures so Jitika was fake and staged yeah so uh, I think that this, there's a good chance if Fury comes back it will be against uh, Char. So that'd be that'd be in with easy defense. Very easy. So Manuel Char doesn't deserve a shot at Toys of Fury. Uh no, but um he, he maybe gets a chance at the worst Toys of Fury. Yeah, maybe oh man, how sick would it be if Manuel Char beat Toys of Fury? Uh impossible. Yeah. Even if Toys of Fury was like in a jock. Even if Tyson Fury stepped into the ring right now. <laughs> It would still be right now. Right now. This second. Immediately like Yeah, he would he would still still uh, win against Char. Oh Them's fighting words, Nate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we also gotta uh preview some uh things from this weekend. So we have uh Arthur Abraham. The king. Uh former king. The person who scored the second best knockout I've ever seen at Super Middleweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to know who 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 was the best knockout? Uh, yeah, sure. A guy called Tommy Tolan. Okay. You want to check out his record on BoxRec? He's a journeyman, but he was uh, boxing a guy called JJ McDonough, and he absolutely put him to sleep. Mm-hmm. And the oxygen needed to be brought into the ring. Right. It's the only time I've ever seen oxygen brought into the ring in Ireland. Mm-hmm, okay. Oh, the knockout was devastating. There's a video of it online. We'll check it out. We'll check it out. So, yeah, did this uh, fight is actually a WBO eliminator. Of course it is. Because Abraham basically can get an eliminator every time he wants. So, or the Salons well, get him one. Like, if, if Abraham's not fighting for an eliminator, it means because he's already the champion. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, yeah, he's favorite against Krasniki. Who, who lost um, his two title fights at light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. First, he got beat up by uh, Cleverly. Yeah. Then he lost to uh, Bremer in this second-grade title fight. Who, who in turn, was beaten by Cleverly. Yeah. So, I just don't see Krasniki doing very well. I mean, he's, he's fast and athletic, but... I think he he isn't even among the elite in in Europe. So do you think he's not fit to strap up the king's uh, jockstrap? No, I think even at this point Abraham is probably too much for him. So you're taking a points win. Yeah, maybe. Do you remember Abraham used to knock fields out all the time. Yeah, but at uh, middleweight. And uh, German Taylor. And German Taylor, who who was knocked out before by Carl Froch in a previous fight. So. That was more of a tired. It was more of a he was out of steam though. Yeah, in yeah. The but it was still a devastating knockout in the end. Not as devastating as what <laughs> the king scored though. Yeah, true. So I, I think Abraham will win on points or maybe knock him out late because Krasniki has a weak chin. So he was getting wobbled a lot by Jürgen Bremer in that fight. I hope the king knocks him out with a devastating knockout. Yeah, but uh, Abraham shouldn't be fighting for a title. My opinion doesn't deserve it. Stop here complaining. Of course, when did he ever deserve a title shot? Come on. So it's the point. Mm. I can't believe he fucking got a title at 168. It was ridiculous. Yeah. 
He got it against Stieglitz. Hugo Stieglitz. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to call him. Mm. What's Stieglitz? Is he retired now or what? Uh, actually, the EBU have uh, ordered a fight between him and Dominic Bösel. You know, the guy I forced you to watch. I do remember Dominic Bösel from Leipzig. Yeah. So uh, both are, of course, with SES, so this fight isn't happening. So we might get to see Stieglitz An East passing. German master fight. No, Stieglitz passing and uh, Bösel fighting for the vacant Euro title. That's what I'm seeing. Do you think? Yeah. That's your uh, opinion of what's going to happen there? Yeah. Why? What, well, what's Stieglitz going to get out of this, though? Oh, he's, he's retiring. He, he said he wants to retire. He, he does want to retire now, does he? Yeah. So he doesn't want the EBU. He's too good for the old EBU belt, is he? I just don't think he has the fire in him anymore. And he also said it. So also now this... From ha- those four fights with Arta Abraham, four times too many. Maybe. And also what happened with um, Gutknecht, who is a yeah. former uh, opponent of him. And also I think they, they are friends also. So I don't see uh, Stieglitz wanting to cur- uh, continue. So so you want to retire after that one? Yeah. So we yeah, have to see Bösel for the Euro title. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be fighting after seeing what happened to uh, Gutknecht. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was terrible. Like, even the picture of him, it's just like, wow. Uh, Indeed. So, uh, I'm getting uh, soft in my old age. Yeah, I mean, everybody is basically affected by, by a story like that. So, on the undercard, we have Tom Schwartz fighting. <laughs> Your favorite favorite. So yeah, fighting. he is my favorite. A guy from Bosnia called Adnan Rezovic. Bosnia Herzegovina? Yeah. And that guy has an 18 and 1 record um but he's number 107 on box rec so you've only fought guys um by in, in in bosnia mostly with losing records and he got knocked out by um by arnold Chergai or however you like to pronounce this guy you know the hey victim yeah so that tells you he oh got... that was okay the guy who okay i know the guy you're talking about now yeah so he lost to that guy who he demolished in one round or so that is a sad state of affairs. Yeah, so Tom Schwartz should have no problem with that guy. Do you reckon Tom Schwartz will take him out in a round? Yeah. Not in a round, but he'll take him out. In devastating fashion? Maybe. Could, could okay. be. So that's basically the card from Erfurt, also East Germany. So uh, there's some other interesting fights, actually. So Christoph Simnoch, the Polish heavyweight, will fight Michael Grant. In Poland. Oh, I thought Michael Grant was retired. Yeah, but you know, he gets a call. Was I wrong? Would you like... <laughs> would you like... He does get a call. Would you like 30 grand? You'll get expenses extra, so... He could just come over, you know? You can't afford to turn it down. No, most likely not. You know, he, he uh, lost to Manuel Cha in his last fight. And before that, to Carlos Takam. So, I don't know. Simnoch isn't really a great fighter, but... Michael Grant at how old is the guy? Fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah, coming, <laughs> off, coming off the couch. One hundred and sixty-eight years old, older than Joe Lewis. Yeah, probably Simnok will will win that fight, but it, it's a non-event basically. Then there's actually um, Alexander Ustinov is fighting <laughs> in our old pal in Leicester against TBA. The ever dangerous TBA. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that one, but. Actually, there's Marty Murray against Gabe Rosado. 
which some people say will be fight of the year, but I don't think it will, because Gabrielsado's shop worn at this point. Yeah, but what do you think Martin, will happen? I don't know. Martin Murray's a big uh, middleweight, so is it at one sixty eight or is Murray 60. back at middleweight? No, he's back. He's back at middleweight. Okay, uh, he's a big sixty. Uh, yeah, he is big, uh, big for the weight man. So. You know, you need to factor that into account. And Rosado does uh, bust up pretty easily. So I'd see Rosado possibly getting stopped on cuts or something. But don't forget that Rosado played the light heavyweight on Creed. <laughs> Against pretty Ricky Conlon. Oh, he never fought no, Conlon. No, he, f- he fought, uh, yeah, Creed's son. Got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Got knocked out. Well, there you go, man. Like, Creed's son couldn't even beat yeah. Tony Bellew, so... I don't know why you're even coming at me like that. <laughs> oh yeah, and and uh, Andre Ward knocked out uh, your man, mm-hmm. Creed's son. So that tells you what you need to know about Creed's son in the gym. Yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> his Mustang. Yeah. No, I, I I thought that it was funny how they portrayed um, Andre Ward as as like a scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> Son of God. Because n- nobody in real life would be scared by Andrew Ward. <laughs> no headgear. Uh, he, he could probably slap me senseless, but... he slap you. Yeah. But but he's not a scary dude, actually. Yeah, he's actually a pretty mild-mannered guy. I've met him. Mm-hmm. But he, he's not scary. and But the movie was actually pretty good, Creed. Yeah, I quite liked it, I have to say. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, so Matamari probably winning against Rosado. Then in uh, the US, in Carson, we have Oscar Valdez fighting. With uh, Shakur Stevenson on the undercard? Uh, yeah, yeah. Making his debut. Still on undercard still, mate. Right, so Valdez will be fighting Miguel Mariaga. Haven't heard of the guy, really. So, oh, yeah, that's, You're about to. Yeah, that's a guy, right. Remember, he, he fought uh, Nicholas Walters. Yeah, the Axeman. Mm. When Walters was overweight and um, lost the title. We never really bought into Nicholas Walters. Like, he beat in Onido Donaire and that was it, pretty much. Yeah. And only because he was bigger. Yeah, pretty much. And then we saw what happened when he fought Lomachenko and basically quit. So Jesse Magdaleno will also be fighting. Same card. He also fights out with the same gym as Oscar Valdez. Mm-hmm. So he, he beat uh, Nonito Donaire last time around. So. Mm-hmm. But I think it was actually closer than, than the scorecards. You think? Yeah, the Donaire fight, yeah. So, But I think Valdez is the better of those two. Valdez is a phenomenal fighter. Uh, I remember watching him in the Olympics in 2012, and it was clear even then he was going to be a fantastic pro. Right. And then you have also on the same card Gilberto Ramirez making his mm-hmm. first defense of his title that he won a year ago actually he's so, at one year already uh, so he'll be fighting Max Bursak Max, Max Bursak you know the Ukrainian B-level Max Berserk <laughs> B-level fighter they're all B-level fighters man yeah no, 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 not all from Ukraine Lomachenko for example yeah Usyk. but he doesn't yeah but you know what I mean yeah, the sure. old opponents that get brought in like I'm talking about the likes of Ustinov. Mm. Yeah, so Ramirez will have no problem with Bursak and then he'll f- have to fight Abraham again. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a bummer for him. How come Abraham always gets these fucking rematches? 
I can't believe the German people accepted that rematch with Paul Smith, that it was anything other than a conclusive Abraham win. Solent. Ridiculous. Solent gets those fights. Weird. You know, they like to do those rematches. Four, four fights between Abraham and Stieglitz. Four, <laughs> four fights with uh, Hook and, and Afolabi. <laughs> I think there's going to be the fifth one, man. I'm telling you. Could be. For the IBO title. Yeah, I mean, uh, Afolabi will, will get that uh, title against uh, this unknown guy, Mario Dasa. So, uh, could The people happen. heard it here first. Right, but uh, last time uh, I made a mistake where I said that, that Hook still has a contract with RTL, so... Um, so he doesn't. No, that was his last fight of his contract against Breedis. So uh, we'll see if he gets a new one. Maybe if he'll get the IBO title again and then they can start over again with RTL and saying, yeah, he's back, he's got the IBO title. He's back in the mix. I don't think he's back, man. They need to. But one thing I also wanted to mention is that Breedis isn't even a full-time fighter. Did you know that he's still working as a police officer? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So he is, is... Where is he from? Latvia? Somewhere like that. Yeah. So he, he's still working in a police force in, in Latvia. So Marco Hook got schooled by a non-full-time a fighter. By a, a part-time cab driver. Yeah, police car driver. Police car driver. <laughs> so, oh man, Marco Hook needs to fucking reevaluate his life choices. He never should have left the Starlands. He should have fucking known. Yeah, but he thought he the, was so great. and. Yeah, well, he needs to realize that the only reason he was great was because of the Starlands matchmaking. Say what you want, they're, they're phenomenal matchmakers. Say what you want, Nino, but... You can never deny that they are one of the best matchmakers in the business. Yeah, in, in getting their, their people title shots that don't deserve and, and wins, but not uh, as, as giving the fans the best fights. Oh, they give the fans terrible fights. But, <laughs> you know, that's not their business. Their business is about making dollars. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Mm. So in Brooklyn, we got the Sean Porter, Andrew Berto fight, actually. Which has a five-star rating on BoxRec. I don't know why. <laughs> five stars is a little much. So, what do you think will happen in this one? Uh, Andre Berto's been done, man. Mm. He's been done, so I'm going to go with Sean Porter. In points. Yep. Because, I mean, uh, Berto's been stopped by Soto Caress, and Porter's a better fighter and puncher than Soto Caress, but you're still going with points? Yeah. But also, wasn't Berto on the floor... In, in the Ortiz rematch also? Yeah, it Berto was. Berto's on the floor. Well, you know what, Nino? I think you need to realize that Berto's just... He's not going to win this, mate. So. No. It doesn't matter. Does it really matter if he gets what stopped? way he loses? No. No, he, he's losing the fight, man. Ber, Berto should have retired years ago. Mm. Yeah. That Colazzo fight was worrying. <laughs> yeah. Then he lost to a really old Shane Mosley. No, he he was supposed to fight mostly. He never fought mostly. Who did he lose to then? Uh, to Ortiz. And then why did why did Mosley end up fighting? Uh, Mosley was supposed Mosley. to fight uh, Berto, but that fight got. Who did Mosley beat then? Ma oh yeah, Margarito. He beat Margarito. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it now. Right. Yeah, but then yeah, he lost to Robert Guerrero. Also got beaten up by Robert Guerrero, and sort of crossed the next fight. So that was basically the end. 
that was the end of it. So yeah. Sean Porter, I hope he goes to the barbershop before this fight <laughs> because he, he's really growing some funny hair at the moment. What's funny about his hair, you know? Uh, it's just giant and, and funny looking and he's got a funny <laughs> funny face also. <laughs> so he, he looks a little funny. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Porter will probably do the business and he'll get the rematch against Thurman, you think? or Nah. Huh? Nah, we think Thurman just needs to get going uh, get, get a move on with his career man right on the undercard we got Jamel Charlo fighting Charles Hadley which one is that is that the one with the punch or the one without the punch the light punching okay he's also a little smaller I think <laughs> yeah so just a little uh-huh. but he knocked out John Jackson in his last fight mm-hmm. and yeah uh, Charles Hadley and I didn't actually see a lot of, of that guy only heard about him is he good or yeah uh... Can't really, can't really say, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll leave uh, to be determined. So, but I'll tell you, it's not good, Nino. Yeah, who? Dylan White. Yeah, for sure. So, Charlo will probably win on points against uh, Hadley, most likely. Yeah, because Hat- I think that's, a, I think that's a given. It's actually a mandatory fight for WC, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and maybe let's get a little bit into the Klitschko. Joshua fight, uh, not the real preview, just um, some update of what's going on. Did you maybe see the? No, and I'm not gonna watch it, Nino. No gloves. You are can't off. make me. No, I hate that show. It's <laughs> so. It makes me feel sick when I see it. Okay. Johnny fucking Nelson talking out of his pie hole. <laughs> yeah, I watched it today actually. And what did you think of it? Um. Yeah, they, they two were pretty respectful with each other. So, yeah, oh. I, I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with Johnny Nelson with his stupid comments. And what did uh, Vlad say? Did he go, "Who wants to see me fat, <laughs> AJ?" No, he he, he said. Uh, I mean, he didn't say much that we don't know. So he said that he thinks that experience will be the key. Of course, he fucking does. He's only gonna say he thinks he's gonna lose. And he said, yeah, he thinks experience will, will beat um, speed and athleticism and all that. But he said, uh, we'll see on April 29th if, if that's really the case. You, Joshua or Vlad? No, Vlad said that he he can't promise um, that he'll beat him, but we'll see. And That doesn't sound like he's <laughs> too confident to me, man. No, he seemed confident, but... It doesn't sound like he's confident at all, you know. Sounds like he's ready to lose, if you ask me. But he I said, might change my pick. Yeah, but he said, um, no, he said, he said he doesn't think about losing, so he hasn't gone through the scenario of him losing the fight. So there he sounded a little confident. So he, he didn't want to think any further than uh, this fight. So is it his last fight? He's not thinking about it. He's not thinking about this fight being his last fight, or no? He doesn't think about what happens if he loses that fight. <laughs> Okay. So he says we'll all find out who is the best on April 29th. And yeah, of course, uh, he mentioned that it's it's a big fight, the biggest fight uh, in Britain and, and all that. And Ever? Yeah. And he seems to be up for it. And yeah, Joshua was also very confident. And he says he wants to knock Klitschko out. <laughs> what did Klitschko say about that? Uh, yes, he seemed to understand that. Uh, uh, he didn't mind? No, he didn't mind. I mean, 
it's the mindset you go in into, into a fight. But also he said, uh, Klitschko said, if you lose this fight, <laughs> uh, I'll help you come back. <laughs> Why did he say that? I don't know. That's stupid. Tell Klitschko to stop being a mug. Maybe want to be like a fatherly friend for Joshua. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, where does this put Joshua if he loses this fight? Mm. Still above Dillian White. Yeah, everyone's above Dylan White, mate. Even Chisora, my opinion, man. Chisora got jobbed last time. I mean, he's, he's still yeah, young. But, but here's, the, here, here's what my view is. He couldn't even beat the guy that that, that Fury beat easily. Like, yeah. it wasn't even a, it wasn't even hard for Fury to, like, comprehensively beat uh, Klitschko. Yeah, but who knows how the rematch would have turned out. Maybe Klitschko a little more fired up. Uh, just because the only way Klitschko beats Fury is if Fury's like out of out of condition, hmm. or he gets caught with something. Klitschko grows uh, a pair and and starts throwing. <laughs> That's the thing. If he, I think he's gonna stop, uh, I think he might stop your boy uh, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, Joshua versus Fury would also be interesting. But does it happen if uh, Joshua loses to Klitschko? Maybe a couple of years down the line. If he wins, then it could happen a little sooner. Because those two are actually uh, throwing jabs at each other already on Twitter and all that. Did you see that? No, tell us what he's saying. So Tyson Fury called uh, Anthony Joshua poor man's Frank Bruno. <laughs> a poor man's Frank Bruno, eh? Yeah, and he posted a picture of Frank Bruno. <laughs> And then actually Frank Bruno jumped in <laughs> and said, what the Frank Bruno say? And said, uh, guys, guys, uh, settle that in the ring. <laughs> yeah, and, and Anthony Frank Joshua Bruno. called him uh, fat. Who, Tyson Fury or Frank Bruno? No, F- uh, Bruno is still in great shape. No, Fury. He called <laughs> Fury fat. Yeah, I know. We've, we've tried when we haven't heard before. Yeah, so th- that could be an interesting fight. Somewhere Gets down the line. Settling in the ring. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we'll see that that fight. I mean, it, it, it would be a big um, British fight if, if uh, Fury gets his uh, life in order again and his body weight. So he's still huge. He's, he's still 350 from what he looks. Check out the picture I sent you with, with Manuel Cha. I don't want to <laughs> see this. I don't know why you delight in this whole Tyson Fury situation so much. Yeah. Oh, did you see that the video of Tyson Fury wanting to jump over the fence? <laughs> no. Would you watch these mundane videos, Nino? Yeah, it's just funny. So he, he wanted to jump over a, a horse fence or something like that, over, made of, out of wood, and it was like five feet. Something. That's a that's a staged photo, Nino. Yeah, no, that that was the from the day after. Okay. So Man, Tyson Fury needs to fucking sort himself out. Mm, he looks huge. Oh god, he looks so bad. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted to jump over the fence and then he uh slipped and fell uh before he even jumped, so it's Was that a joke or was it like meant to be a serious thing? What the fence? Yeah. And I I think he was just goofing around with, with his um teammates there. It's a team team video. But I think it it's remarkable that a guy who is that unathletic as, as Tyson Fury. Well, try and jump over a fence. No, uh, actually, <laughs> what was the heavyweight champion of the world? I mean, so yeah. it tells you you don't have to be uh, like a 
fast twitch athlete like Anthony Joshua who, who would have jumped that fence easily. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he would have. How do you know he jump a fence? Are you an expert on fence jumping now or something? No, but he looks like he could jump. Yeah. A fence, though. <laughs> yeah. So that tells you, in, in boxing, other things are more important than being a super athlete. Like so, jumping fences? No, I mean, no. It comes to, to timing and ability and... Skills pay the bills, you know. Yeah, skills and right mindset ring intelligence and all that all right so i think we got it all covered for this week yep and next week we'll have a real good joshua klitschko show with updates on any jumping offenses that may have ensued yeah so we'll we'll try to get on a couple of people for this uh previous show we did one um before klitschko versus fury you might remember it was a bigger show and Do you reckon Seattle time will come on? I'll try to get him on because he he'll surely want to talk about it. So we'll see who wants to join us. I want to I want to hear what he thinks about Tyson Fury jumping a fence. Sure, we'll try to get him on. And yeah, in the meantime, check out OTG on the social media sites and tune in next week.